Apex Central listeners, you can find us every Monday through Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. For us, golf is simple. It's a chance to get out and have some fun with our friends. But inevitably, little things have a way of ruining it. The group ahead is taking forever. You can't find the fairway with a map. And the Bev cart is nowhere to be found. And the best way to make a bad day better is Fireball Whiskey. You get their nips, the little shooters. They are great. Makes bad day way, way, way better. Make sure to grab the new Fireball Birdie Shot Club. It's literally a golf club filled with Fireball Nip. Put it in your bag. It'll fit right in that side pocket. Drink Fireball Nips and have a great time on the golf course. Uh, with Hooters girls on the left and right. So it seems like at least trip to Atlanta not going so bad. Marty Mush also out. But we've got a fun lineup today. First of all, once again, the man coming in on a heater uh, turned it around a 5-0 and day yesterday for Big Ev. you got to be feeling good today. Humble Mincy 4-0. 4-0. Arizona State got canceled. <laughs> March is a new month. We're feeling good. ton of action this month. Got to get started on the right foot. Awesome, and then his deal uh, it currently includes Tuesdays, three days a week. Our good friend Rico Bosco joins us. Rico, what's up, man? How are you? Uh, not, not great. Fresh off, I think, a one-in-five performance, one-in-six. I gave out a parlay last night similar to you. You were itching me. I'm not a big parlay guy, but you were itching me. It was the March 1st. We need it more than them bubble team parlay. <laughs> Rutgers, Oregon. UNC, Rutgers and UNC just completely shit the bed. Yeah. My thing on the Rutgers one, that game came up yesterday. They got blown out at Nebraska. Look, I'm no savant, and I never will be, and I admit that, but I just those road favorite games like that in conference always scare oh, me. Oh, absolutely, but they you needed to win by the same token. Like, Rutgers had to figure it out. Yeah. And they didn't even show up. And just with Nebraska losing their best player, too, and then, I mean, then I saw some guy posted a set on Twitter. I saw that. Basically, without him, they were one of the worst three-point shooting teams in all of college basketball. Well, they shoot over 50% from three yesterday. That's what happened to me it's with, just, it's with tough. St. Joe's and uh, Dayton the other night. St. Joe's a horrific three-point shooting team. They shot like 50%. They beat the shit out of Dayton. I was, I was on St. Joe's yesterday. It just happens. That's college. Playing, St. Joe's, I, think they, I don't know what happened. It was da- I know Daly was hurt for a little bit. Yes. They, they've ripped off three in a row. Bro, the A10. They beat. They just beat Richmond, Dayton, and, um, well, LaSalle's not great, but. Have you seen the A10 bracket? Richmond's the eight. Richmond was ranked earlier this year. Yeah, they, they, I remember they beat Kentucky, they beat Kentucky down the that first game A-10 of the year. The A-10 is a fucking war zone of a tournament. How many t- teams do you think they're going to get in the NCAA? Four or five? No, no. Uh, no, yeah. I think uh, only maybe. Maybe two. So, I would say probably Bonaventure. Oh, no. Did they, did they lose yesterday? Bonnie's lost. Did they lose yeah, to Dayton yesterday? They, they, they beat did, him. It was right? like 55, 50. Yeah. It was like a really low score. So, like, something weird would have to happen. It's Bonnie's, VCU, and Dayton. VCU will get in, yeah. And I think it might only be a one-bid league. The A-10 usually gets two, though. Yeah. So. Well, you've got teams like URI's down, like Dayton's down. That's some good teams that have been lackluster. That's a fun league. lost 55-52 to Dayton. Yes. 55. I thought it was something really low scoring. Some other stuff from last night I want to mention. It was just a unique situation with Oklahoma, Oklahoma State playing again. But Oklahoma State gets them again. And Oklahoma State has tied tied at the top with most quad one wins now. They have so many big wins this year. I hope they allow them in the tournament. They're good, man. I mean, it was crazy. I was talking to Rico about before. I mean, they were winning the game. Like, Cade Cunningham played very well at the end of the game, kind of closed it out for him. But, I mean, he had, I think there was a point in the late in the first half or early second half, he had two points, four points, and they were winning. Took eight shots. I mean, they just, he's great at the free throw line. Like, he's just so, he's just clutch. Yeah, well, he goes by everybody. You're going to get fouled. That's even, I was saying the second, especially the ending in OT, that first matchup, you just saw the perennial NBA all-star, just jumping off the screen. I mean, he's just unreal. Those kids play really hard for Boynton, too. 
And yeah. that's a testament to him. Yeah. Because at any point, Cade Cunningham could have been like, yeah, I'm out of here. Like, fucking Lamborghini's waiting. First round pick. Fuck you guys. Just don't get hurt. I'm out of here. He, they play hard, man. You saw him. He was the guy to hold up the bedlam yesterday. Um, they, it seems like Boynton connects with those guys. They like him a lot. So, Oklahoma State now, they're talking about being a four. They could, I mean, they, if they make a run in the Big 12 tournament, they definitely could. I mean, think they're, what, 16 or 17 now? Four or three. What if they get the top four, and now nobody wants this fourth one seed? It's Illinois, they're saying tonight. Illinois might lose tonight. They're out. I think the one, fourth one seed is going to be Houston. I, I just, see that. Just by fucking last I, man standing. Hmm. So you're telling me Oklahoma State gets the number one four seed. Houston gets the worst one. They line up because it's true brackets this year. Oklahoma State would be a favorite in that game. Honestly, and I like you. Honestly, as crazy as it sounds, I mean, if Oklahoma State can make a run, they could even get probably higher than that. Right. If they make a, if they say they made it to like the final of the of the Big Twelve tournament, they could find their way as a three. I mean, like I said, they're sixteen, seventeen right now, ranked. I mean, if they go beat a couple more good teams, I think I don't see why they couldn't even no, get three. The, right? big tw- the Big Twelve is three ranked games. If, from the quarterfinal, semis, and final, you're playing three ranked That's teams. what I'm saying. Basically, to get there, yeah, they have exactly. to knock break, break, three more quad. If they would have had 12 quad one wins, that'd be Without insane. Without a doubt. Some other stuff from last night I want to touch on. Were you all surprised? I was on – you were on Syracuse with me. I was. Okay. No, I took oh, UNC. UNC. What did y'all think? I just was curious. What y'all this guy. About. I don't want – You middle. middle. What was your middle? I middled it. Hit on the buzzer. I've never hit a Did middle. you see I've that? Hit a middle of I tweeted it. I've <laughs> never, I've, I've never felt so sharp in my life. At halftime, I tweeted out. I saw out. that. I'm like, this ain't gonna end well for him. Nobody and, middles and, at Boston. No and one middles Q's, at Boston. And Q's even at one point was up like 12. I'm like, oh, like I just cost myself a winner. I'm an asshole. This guy, Kennedy, or what's his name, um, Brooks. Yeah. Hits at the buzzer. It hits one of those like off the rim like three times. Falls in at plus three and a half to, <laughs> to lose by two. Unbelievable. I've never felt gone, sharper in my life. That game should have gone to overtime if he hits the free throws. Yeah. I mean, Q's did um, – they kind of did almost everything they could to Bayon blow that, to blow that game. didn't miss. In the first half, he was Fucking unconscious. Unbelievable. That's why, that's why I love the middle because, I mean, they had hit seven threes. You, uh, UNC was 0 for 10 from three. They're only down six. I yeah. was like, you, they're going to get back in this game. Sometimes the, that carrier dome, the, the sidelines are weird for the three-point shooters. And so when you play in that empty dome, when you're used to playing in arenas, you see teams struggle. And yeah. Syracuse runs the 2-3 zones. And they've, a lot of threes. they've historically played so well. I think now it's they're like 11-1 and one or something at home or like 10-1 and one this year. Really? Or something like that. They're, they're crazy home record. It wouldn't be much if Syracuse wasn't on the bubble. No. Yeah, especially <laughs> tradition like no other. It's the best. Uh, I mean, they're such a dangerous team. If they're like a 10 seed, so dangerous. Yeah, them and Michigan State are always the two you just never want to see. And I then think uh, Michigan State sealed their fate, though. I think they're dead. Do you? Yeah. I that do. was a horrible effort. They got the big one tonight. Their favorite ball. I don't think they're – I just think with how – in the Big 12 and the Big 10, those bubble teams, I just think with the tournament still in there, they're not dead because yeah. they can easily go rip off two, three big wins and then bang, they're back. And Michigan State's obviously they're a team that they want in the tournament. They can give them a reason to. They're just bad on offense, though. Yeah, they just don't. It's it's weird. Kentucky, Duke, and Michigan State. It just seems like they recruited the wrong guys. It just happened. I mean, it happens. There's no like nobody's great on those teams. There's a lot of variance and relying a ton on the 18 year olds too year after oh, year. Oh yeah, I there's mean, a, I think that that's a big factor. Yeah, there's a fucking. I think I said it to you. The quote from a uh, an old coach. It was like, "Why do you not?" trust your players he's like those are 18 year old kids dribbling my paycheck up and down the court he's like would you fucking <laughs> trust them Cause uh, I, especially because everyone kind of thinks of those years like say like like the anthony davis year and those the obviously like you just strike gold with that team especially with a superstar like that who is willing to just kind of like play his role like doesn't need to shoot all the time obviously he's developed crazy on on the offensive side of the ball but i mean Everyone looks at that year, but it's like that's a once-in-a-decade type team like that. And if you look at some of these McDonald's All-Americans, they're starting to spread out. Michigan's getting three. Uh, Alabama's, I think, getting another one. I've been saying, like, I just think they're, it's now more – like, I think we were, talking about, we were talking about with Arkansas, that it's like why are they not a destination over – like, obviously, Duke, UNC, all these, they have the just that tradition type thing, but it's like going to Durham, North Carolina. Like, I don't see why Arkansas – like, a great college town – Oklahoma State, these teams like that are plucking these guys. Like I don't see why they went or Alabama. You just brought up all these teams, yeah. all these like great college towns. Like they got everything to offer you that at this point that Duke and Kentucky does. Oh yeah, everybody's. That's why like old time is like us. St. John's is never like all fathers. Like how St. John's not good? It's because you go to Arizona, you have a PlayStation Five in your fucking locker. 
You go to St. John's, like it's the facilities. But even, even what are they selling you on playing four games at the Garden? Going like deeper that, than that, even like like Arizona Arizona State, like any of these two, like you're talking about all like nice apartment complexes with exactly. pools. Like I've seen Ohio State, like all these super nice apartment complexes, pools, crazy good facilities. Like they don't have that at no, St. John's. No, they don't. They don't. No, it, it is it is true that they have so much money that these these uh, these programs. You mentioned Arkansas. I keep. Rico, I know you're a big Muscleman guy. Huge. I saw, yeah, I saw the big comeback against LSU Saturday. They got a trap one tonight that I think is interesting. It's a six mm-hmm. point. South Carolina has been struggling a lot, but they blew out Georgia in kind of a battle. Yeah, bad, bad you, t- you cost me that one. You, I blew that. I looked and I'm like, I'm like, because we said it. I think like Thursday or Friday. Like, I was, I lost the game. You're like South Carolina is awful, so I took Georgia, and they as, even as bad as Georgia is, but I know Georgia they, can score. And they killed South them. Carolina killed them. I think because of that, they know it's a trap. I'm Arkansas is on my card tonight. First okay. half of the game. Okay. They're yeah, just that, too talented. That, that one looked – I wasn't sure what to think, and that Arkansas is coming off such an emotional big win on oh, Saturday. Tell and me now the quick road trip. What's probably there. the sharp side? It's probably South Carolina. But can I back them? No. So I'm taking Arkansas. No. Yeah, I mean, it definitely jumps out as short, but I'm, I'm not going to bet the game probably. If I did, I guess – the way I've been betting all year it would be South Carolina. Just Because that – it seems like a line to me that should be like nine – maybe eight and a half nine it's six and a half yeah it's just weird like south carolina they, they haven't been very good but they've shown those weird flashes like they gave uh didn't they give bama a good game they gave they gave some obviously they've this would be georgia they gave a couple games. like some, I think they some lost tight games yeah they, they fought bama i think but yeah i don't know it's just sec so such a weird conference there's a bunch of interesting matchups tonight uh kentucky you're you're, you're uh, kentucky's not even gonna make the nit in Oxford tonight, <laughs> no. Ole Miss does not beat Kentucky very often, so I'm hoping we can see it, even if the Rebels aren't headed to the postseason either. No. Uh, yeah, for a little, it looked like Ole Miss was going to make the tournament. Yeah, we blew I mean, just uh, losing Vandy. Saturday, Ole Miss loses as an eight-and-a-half-point favorite at Vandy, who doesn't even have Pippen's son. I no. mean, it was just a horrendous effort, no. and it just comes down to if you can't score points, it's hard to win on the road consistently. And Like, Ole Miss plays so hard on defense. It plays hard for their coach, but – you know, when you it's a struggle to get to 60 every game. It's tough. Yep. Especially, this, we were talking about before, too, like, today's basketball, you just got to knock down shots. Mm-hmm. You got to have a few guys in your team that can consistently knock down shots. You're just not going to, you're not going to make it far like that. No, not at all. I want to look at this card pretty in-depth uh, tonight because there's a, it's a big one. And I have, like, nine plays today. I guess I'm feeling, I'm feeling a little heat. Rolling? Man. Yeah, well, I mean, let's be honest. I think I got four or five. I got destroyed for quite a minute, uh, and it, it's just funny. And I talked about this on the show yesterday, Rico, and you know this, obviously, because when you're in a public segment giving out picks, man, you're only as good as the ones that are yesterday or the week before. Oh, absolutely. Like, I mean, it's like people are just, like, tailgating on my Twitter on Saturday for my picks when I'm hot for a week. I was like, <laughs> I couldn't give these damn things away a week ago. <laughs> you know? That's how it goes. When you're hot, you're hot. You got to capitalize. Exactly. You got to yeah. let everyone know you're hot. You got to tell them you're hot. Yeah. Exactly. It's just like you said. You one, two, and five. They forget about it. It's just so funny though. Uh, how, how quick it's like. Nobody remembers two weeks or a month ago. It's just all in the moment. How'd you do yesterday? How'd you do last week? And it's too funny. Oh yeah, I want Baylor West Virginia. I want to hear what y'all think about this game tonight because it's fascinating. I have West Virginia on my card. But it is a bounce-back spot for Baylor. However, I think they're just struggling still off the COVID thing. I'm on West Virginia. Okay. Because they're at home. I that, also that, think West Virginia's been, like, quietly, West Virginia's six in the country now. Yep. Not not necessarily quietly. But for a little while, you're like, ah, oh, West Virginia's. They never crossed over. They struggled a little bit. They never crossed over to, like, where you thought they were bad. It's just like, all right, they lost the game. They've lost to Texas by, like, two. They um, they are always in these close games. West Virginia at home. I also think. Oh, I, I know it's Brandon's take. Baylor may have peaked. Does that sound crazy? No, I I, I think this COVID hit. He so texted late. me, and now I'm like, fuck, it's in my head. Like, well, no, but they the thing is, this COVID break is so late in the year. Like everybody's been dealing with them, and I know we saw Michigan dealt with one and got over it real quick. But this happened, and they have like two or three games, and then it's conference tournament, NCAA tournament. Theirs was long too. I think theirs was like three weeks. Yeah, they, like people forgot about them for a while. And then the other thing that's in my head too is Bill has said it on the broadcast. Um, Baylor has no surefire first round picks. Jared Butler like can go towards the end of the probably, first round. I was round. gonna say late first. Okay, yeah. he'll probably go in the first round. But off of that, you know, I don't know. Is that the difference now? I don't know. I, I'm taking West Virginia plus the points. I'll. 
it's probably the wrong side because Baylor been, has been really good. Uh, but West Virginia with a plus number, who's who's been the more consistent team this year, I'll take West Virginia. See, I think Baylor is, is still being in Vegas because they've been so dominant. I mean, they're averaging like their wins in the Big 12 were about, what, an average of like 24 before they came back from COVID. I think that they're still struggling coming back from COVID. They're rusty, and the, the line should be like Baylor by one. <laughs> and I think West Virginia's got some value. Right. So mm-hmm. I would say kind of the devil's advocate, the line not being one is what makes me kind of like Baylor. Because I think, me and Rico talked about before too, I think it's that, it's that what are they, three versus six? I think people, I listen to, I just kind of think of it like this. People on kind of like a paper, like square type, which I don't get to in like square shot, whatever, the winning picks, the winning pick. But when you just kind of look at the board and you see, oh, three versus six, they're at home catching four and a half. I almost is saying, I think it's almost is kind of like a reverse rat where it's like no, I the reason they're catching four and a half, Baylor's good still. And now it's like they've had two, they had an off game. They, they barely beat Iowa State. Just got kind of, not blown out, but they played hard, awful against Kansas. Now it's a spot where it's like, all right, they're actually playing a very good team on the road. Why is it not a pick 'em type game if they're still kind of slumpy? I see what you're saying about them still kind of being valued in Vegas with how dominant they were before the COVID thing. It's not on my card. I'm probably going to play Baylor. No, I see. Well, the other thing, too, is maybe we missed the party by not having Kansas on Saturday. You know, when you yeah, look at, I mean, can, that when's was the last, idiotic that I took fucking Baylor. Kansas, when's the last time Kansas has been catching three and a half at Fog Allen? When the hell is that happening? They don't yeah. lose on senior day. That's the other thing, too. They won like 38 in a row is Jake's stat. Um, I wanted to look this up. That's a wild stat, yeah. I mean, I don't know. I so, just... Baylor's been struggling really bad from three the last couple of games, and West Virginia holds its opponents to 32.1% from three. So, if West Virginia can call the three point, control the three-point line again, I, th- I, I like them. Now, that's, you know, it goes back to the St. Joe's thing we talked about, the Dayton, like – at any point, teams could just hit fucking 14 threes right in your face. Also, That's it's basketball. And I definitely the see line, the stats point to West Virginia to me. And I definitely see now in a game like this where it's probably, you think, tight game, I'd probably rather, like, just off, off the top of my head, I'm like, I'd rather have the points in a game that I think is close. I'm just like, I just think it's a kind of the reverting where too many people I feel like are going to be jumping back on West Virginia no, I know and mean. are just kind of like, Sometimes just completely the, cashing the, out their the, chips on Baylor. It's like maybe this is the one where it's like every, now every, everyone was on him against Kansas. Now everyone's off him. I'm kind of more I'll get on him now. When the home dog becomes a little obvious. Mm-hmm. I still am on it, but I know. Because, I, I mean, home, I don't, I'd, love, I'd be curious to see the public numbers. Public dogs die. Yeah. I'd be very curious to see how the public's betting this game. I can still see him being on Baylor, but. I got a DM from a guy who's been pretty sharp with Big 12 stuff. Like, just a fan. And he goes, uh, you know, you, you kind of were shitting on Jay Wright a little bit. And if you look at Villanova's resume, if he doesn't win that title, they're pretty upset with him at at uh at Nova. First round exit, sweet sixteen exits, they were in trouble. He goes, Scott Drew's been just as fraudulent. Yale first round exit, Georgia State first round mm-hmm, exit. The buzzer beater. Uh this is the same team that lost three of five to end last year when they were like really at mm. the top last year. So he's like, just be careful of all this Baylor love. That's valid. As a fan, I've seen it. That's you know? valid. So I'm like, oh, it's interesting. That is interesting. Yeah, shout mm. out Kyle Resnick is the kid's name. He's been a sharp kid. Hmm. Illinois, Michigan tonight. Any thoughts on that? This Michigan team's like such a train right Monty's now. Monty's breaking I, news that Iowa's playing. Iowa's playing. The line went from seven and a half to six and a half. Makes I had, sense. I had Michigan on my card earlier. I I love Michigan. Steven with Iowa. Play. Yeah, it doesn't matter. I just think they're an absolute wagon right now. I'm gonna pass. I thought the line was like ah, it's still. I still think Illinois could could fight and stay in that number. You know, down four and. At the end of a game, or, or cut it, you know, down six down, and you're in the number, you're fighting, they're playing the whole way. But yeah, I think Ev's freaking me out now. The line should be the fact that it's this low screams Michigan. I think it's a revert. I'm a reverse in my brain, too. Michigan's been really good. And just playing off, just obviously the Ohio State Michigan game, we played so well in that game and still lost. I mean, Dwayne Washington shot the ball. Obviously, a lot of it was late, too, but he shot the ball out of his mind. Liddell played unreal. Like, we had a great shooting performance and still lost like that. I mean, like, if if Illinois, outside of A.O. and um, and Coburn, don't show up, I mean, they'll get blown out of the gym, especially in Michigan. Yeah. The line being so big is what makes – like, I just – I love Michigan. Love Michigan. I also think the key is if Michigan can get into Illinois' bench and get them into some foul trouble, Illinois is in serious trouble, especially with Iowa with the injury. But even before that, they're like six deep. 
17. Yeah, no, you look at that Michigan's box scores, much deeper. That, yeah, Michigan Michigan should, should try to get their line, draw some fouls, and then Illinois is fucking dead. Oh, playing. I mean, if, if Coburn gets in trouble against Dickinson, I'm oh saying my even God. more the guards, I think. That too. I mean, no, Smith, I mean, Smith's been unreal. Right. Livers, unreal. I mean, they, they're just deep. They got it. They got a ton of guys that can score. I just think Colburn's a different animal. You saw what Colburn did to fucking Garza. Mm-hmm. You know, I did see that. I'm sorry, what Dickinson did to Garza. I think Colburn's a different animal. I don't know if Dickinson can. Do- He's going to play well. I don't know if he can dominate Colburn like he did. They're Garza. just they're just such different styles because obviously Colburn's so kind of like just physically dominant, whereas like. Dickinson's just so, like, he's so big, but he's so, like, crafty. Yeah. Like, he's that guy at the Y that he, like, annoys you because he's so good, but it's, like, he doesn't do anything that's, like, sexy or pops out at you. He'll just, he just gives you an 18 and 10. But when he catches the ball eight feet from the basket, because... He's got a great little hook. Because I mean, Colburn's so big, is Dickinson going to be able to get to four feet and make hmm. that crafty move backing him down? I think Colburn's just fucking bigger, stronger. It's, home, that's the matchup to watch. Tonight. I'm just thinking refs, home game, Colburn get. I mean, he gets too early. I mean, they're just going to... He's gonna have a field day. Yep. But even I just like him. Even five foot there, he's got that little hook. Like he's got a he's got a nice game on the inside. I love March. It's the best. I mean, it's the best. I'm so pumped right now. Championship week is as entertaining. Oh, as the NCAA tournament, especially when it's like quarterfinal the thing, round. The you thing know? That people aren't remembering is there's more games during championship. There week. is. You get Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all day you get games. The whole there's twelve to twelve. Yeah, 12 like, to all day. day games. This is my first year to see it. What is the office going to be like on these days? Uh, I mean, it, it's going to be a little bit different than when it was at HQ2. Okay. And Ev could speak more than me because yeah, I yeah, wasn't really sure. around. But, I, you know, you obviously checked in and you knew stuff. Uh, but when they were packed at HQ2, I feel like oh. that was peak. You know, before they signed with Penn and, they, you know, everybody kind of wanted a piece of the pie. I would imagine HQ2, plus they had all the contests. Like, HQ2 was, was unbelievable. Now, you're going to get some people, like the gambling people travel. That's, it's still going to be entertaining. You're going to get the most casual fans here, obviously, and it's, it's going to be an electric environment. Yeah, I just can't. Man, I love this time of year, too. And I, I think a lot of it, too, is I'm just buzzing because I've been hot lately. Oh, oh, so, yeah. oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. I was hot. I'm cold. Oh, well, you'll turn it around. You're still up. You're still up for the year on college basketball. Barely. It's one of those, like, uh, they let me keep the change on a dollar. That's what I'm off right now. <laughs> Hanging on by dental folks. Exactly, yes. Uh, that's too funny. Some other ones I wanted to touch on today just because it was a big, uh, big card. Uh, do y'all have any thoughts on Xavier Georgetown? I don't know the Big East as much, but Xavier, two and a half point. Looks like a ratty line a little Xavier's bit. one of those. You th- caught him last week in that Providence game. Yeah, I did. Xavier's one of those teams who could play in to the tournament. They're still, like, at the top of the Big East. Technically, they might be the third best team in the Big East. I've seen Georgetown still kind of fighting for Ewing. I think it's time. It might be time to move on. Maybe next year. I think you give him this year as a pass. Um, I think it's another one like last night. Xavier has to win. Obvious side says take Xavier. Georgetown wins. That's fucking March. I would say take Georgetown money line. There's something I said this to Abby yesterday on Clubhouse. There's something about the exact road favorite by two and a half line, and it's a, in football. I get why it freaks me out because it's like you take the better team, and all you got to do is win by a field goal, and it's a sucker bet. But I almost think it applies to basketball too. It's just like you know, it looks, it always looks so obvious. Like this is the better team. They only have to win by three, and it's. I don't know. It's just like, to me, it's like the ultimate rap Well, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Absolutely. Look at last night. UNC, all I got to do is win by what? Two, two and a half? Yeah, it's always that like two, two and a half, that two and a half. I don't know. Something about it just weirds me out. No, nah, it's a weird line because Xavier, especially like at the beginning of the year when they're on that undefeated run, they were just so hot from three. They were another Where it was just like, un, it was unattainable to stay that hot. They were just on fire. Like, I remember what was, the, who they played that they, it was Oklahoma. Yeah. That they were just, like, unconscious from three. Them. Like, they must have hit, like, 20. They were just insane. Killed I remember Oklahoma. watching that game beyond Oklahoma like an asshole. But this – no, I agree with you, Mincy. It's just a weird line. Like, this is always a spot where I would just take Georgetown. I don't think I'm going to take the game. But if I was, I'm – Xavier, all-time sucker bet. Like, they might win. They might win. They need it bad. This is almost like the revert. Last night, all these teams that needed it didn't get it done. Maybe tonight now they get it done. It's a – it's a weird because Georgetown, they've been scrappy. They had a nice little run. They won like four or five games in a row. They I were think. up on Nova early in the year. They've had they they show those flashes that they definitely can compete with these teams. Yeah. Xavier's definitely they they kind of live and die by the three a little bit. So it's always they get hot. Obviously, they win the game. They don't make shots. They're lose. always tough out in the, in the NCAA tournament. Yes. they seem like they uh they're, they're known to make runs if you let them in there. I'm kind of running through the board of the Barstool Sportsbook app. I have a strong opinion on this Auburn Bama game. 
Uh, Bama's favored by 11, but I think this is one of those spots where it's high for a reason. This is a Bama, I think, a big bounce back. I know they barely won at Mississippi State, but they hate Auburn. Senior night. Yeah, and no, Cooper is trying to go, but he's been hurt. He couldn't practice yesterday, but he's traveling with the team. I think Bama's going to beat the shit out of him. I think this is like a ba- this is like a spot where they're going to come out. They've kind of had some sluggish efforts. We saw the loss at Arkansas. You know, they didn't cover at State. Now they're at home where they're really tough uh, at, at Coleman Coliseum. Auburn's banged up. Auburn is probably overvalued because they – I mean, that Tennessee team, I, I don't even know. I've been betting against them on the road, like, yeah. just every time. But but I want Tennessee to get hot. Yeah. And everybody get a little bit, oh, Tennessee, Tennessee. They, they, so I could fade the shit out of them even more. <laughs> yeah, they're – Let the stock go up, and I'm still shorting it. Yeah. And oh, they, yeah. I mean, even without Cooper, they, they lost outright as an eight-and-a-half-point favorite. Suck. But I think it sets up a great spot to bet Bama because Auburn won that game against a team that was ranked top 25. And so I, I'm not normally one that likes to lay 11 in rivalry games, but I am tonight. I, I, I kind of have a, I mean, a pretty strong opinion. On I hear you. There. It's kind of like that Auburn winning that game without Cooper. They kind of like blew their load already a little bit. And now this is kind of the revert back to the norm game. They don't have their first round pick, lottery pick, and they just get blown off. I, I see it. Bama has a, Bama's tough at home. You, even when Bama's not that good at basketball, they're one of those teams that's pretty tough at home and sucks on the road. So you ever heard the expression, what's good for the goose is good for the gander? I've heard the expression. We need Alabama's coach to be happy for tomorrow's recording. Let's just put it Okay, that. fair right. enough. Love oh, it. wow. Okay, okay. Eight oats on the pod tomorrow. Ooh. Alabama first half. I agree. Maybe they pull guys at the end. I don't know. It's if just I, Auburn. They hate them. They're going to want to run it up. I get it. You know? I, but, but senior night, you cannot lay an egg coming out of the gates. I'll take – it's two possessions, the way they shoot threes. I'll take Alabama minus six first half. I like it. You guys, both of you have just sold me on Bama. I feel like my the SEC stuff's my strong suit, too. I'm pretty good on reading all that. Uh, Duke-Georgia Tech, I'm real curious to hear y'all's opinions on this. I looked at Georgia Tech by one and a half, and I decided to pass and sit it out. Y'all have any thoughts? You're going to get the best effort of the season from Duke. That's why, Because that's this is a it. line in the sand, kitchen sink, we're dead if we lose it game. I'm taking Georgia Tech. I've been right all Georgia year. Texan, it's it's almost <laughs> funny because like I'll take it. Like I don't even their all their shit. It's Matthew Hurd and it's four other guys. They they've yet to figure out a way to put two guys on the stat sheet playing well together. And it's almost crazy because Georgia Tech isn't. They're like much safer than Duke is. They're probably in right. Paston's as a good, Paston's a good coach. He is. Too. He is. And it's funny because I remember he was arguing a few weeks ago saying how oh like and uh, saying ACC teams how good of a conference it is. People were kind of laughing at him. They've kind of went on a run since then. And now they're they're like in. I would oh, say he, and today they're he in. He backed himself up, and the ACC is saying six or seven teams now. So he's not crazy. No, I don't think he is either. But he put his he put his money where his mouth is. Like, oh, you want to be in the tournament? All right, he picked it up. They're fucking in pretty no, much right now. I'm I'm on. It's on my card. I'm on Tech tonight. All right. the, the, the 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 rambling wreck from Georgia Tech or hell of a hell of a hell of engineers. One of my favorite fight songs. I think they in got the a game? couple of. <laughs> I, I I worked for a guy from Georgia Tech. He was the biggest nerd in fucking America. I hate his guts. But anyway. Uh, I think Georgia Tech has some New York City kids too. Alvarado, I'm pretty sure, is yes. a New York City kid. Yes. So the Georgia student section in football before you, when they'd play in Athens used to just start a chant: "Nerds, nerds, <laughs> nerds." It's like a real thing. It's pretty, pretty funny. It still just breaks my heart that in football they don't run the triple option anymore. I mean, when you're when you're in the heart of Atlanta, which is like the best high school football area of the country, I don't. I don't know that you need to be running the triple. It's just like if they were in the middle of, of nowhere, I'd like, feel I'd feel different. It's like, just ingrained it's in still my brain. With your brain, you see like uh, like sixty on an over for them in football, and you're like, oh, triple option. Wait, no, they're not running the triple. No, like, th- this year they were a great over team because yeah. their defense was horrible. I think that's something we need to put on the Boston Sportsbook app, like disclaimers or like rem- like idiot reminders. <laughs> like Georgia Tech, every time there's a star next to it, and you see, like, you know how, you know how in neutral games, it'll say, like, played in Austin, Texas, on, like, the star underneath? For that, you say, Georgia Tech does not run the triple Like, option. runs the spread. Yeah, something like that. Like, there should be fucking idiot reminders. Is, is there, a, I mean, I, know, I wish there was somewhere we could get, like, an injury report link on them. Uh, sport, but, I mean, that would honestly encourage smarter gambling, maybe. I think maybe. there is. People have, see, I actually like this Barstool Sportsbook that, that does this. I haven't seen the other apps do this. Where they have, they actually show you like the percentage of covers for the year, over unders for the year. I think they're each team their last three matchups, how they've went, who they played, score. Yeah, right. At least yeah. giving you a little feel. UT, I just clicked the first one. UT Rio Grande, New Mexico State, implied win probability, recent games, 
head to head. Hot tip. I think over under. New Mexico too. State has won twelve of its last thirteen Tuesday games. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean, fucking, that's pretty pretty <laughs> depth. Can't say that I. Uh, yeah, you know. Would have known. Can't say I'd have known that one. All right, running through Indiana, Michigan State, kind of touched on this one for a sec. I'm curious, do you, especially with your Big Ten knowledge. I was I was kind of leaning Michigan State. It's a coin flip. They What's both the line? they both need Michigan it bad. Michigan State by three. They both they both need it really bad. It's almost it's just like a coin flip. They both need it badly, really badly. What's the over under? Uh, One thirty five, pretty low. But I mean, I think it should be low. Just, again, both teams who need it just at the end, given all their effort. Do you see the over at the end? I that's what I, I, and I think I would lean over free throws just because they need it really bad. Like they both just need it bad. I think it's focus need to score. Like the, it's just a lot. It's just a game where you're both super locked in. I'd take a blind over. Michigan, also, Michigan State had 55 points in Maryland. It could be a bounce back effort here. The Celtics, you know, they're saying they could have won a couple of different championships. Brad Stevens maybe looking to come back to Indiana. They throw a bag at him. Ooh, think, dude. He's he's like Hoosier blood. I think he's pretty sure he's from Indiana. Man. Like, like that's I just his... can't see it. I can't see it. Yeah, I just feel like with the it's just the Celtics. It'd and be they're one young, th- too. You, you know? agree he's made more for college, though, right? Like, for I know sure. he's succeeding. But it's also oh, no, co- he, college so, coaches are bigger. It's almost like you're a bigger star as a coach in college. Than well, for sure, because he's running the show. It's like yeah, his. When you Zionsville, think, Indiana. Like, it's like when you think of Butler at that time, you thought Brad Stevens. Whereas, like, the Celtics, you think of Jason Tatum. It's just different. I this, it's different because the Celtics, it's not like you're coaching like the Memphis Grizzlies. You're coaching the Celtics. Yeah. Elite team. And they have elite talent right now. Like, you're walking away from some, like, elite young stars just kind of just starting to creep into their prime. I mean, Tatum's probably, what, 23? Yeah, I just – you got Tatum. Jalen Brown, the same, like, yeah. 24, 25. I, I, can't, I just can't see it because that Andy's getting paid heaps, too. A lot, yeah. It'd be it'd just be weird thought. if he just left. No, I get the thought. I can see I down the road. if they do get the wrong guy, and then – Stevens can wait two or three years, and with Celtics, it doesn't work out. He'll still be the guy. He'll oh, still yeah. be the top name at Indiana no matter what. Oh, for, just no, for sure. because they can't get him now, he'll still be the guy. So. For sure. I mean, he, he could flame out in Boston. He still would be the guy. Still would be the guy. So, exactly. So, I think there's – with him, it's he's going to ride out in Boston until they want him. He's still young as shit, too. He's 44 years old. Yeah, crazy. No, yeah, he is uh, – he, he, he uh, during his butler had a – what, he's like 35 when they played in that title game? Yeah. Crazy. And they've had—I mean, Holtman was the guy too, and then we plucked him. Holtman's been unreal. I mean, he doesn't get enough credit. I think where the where the state of the program was when he came in, the year that he came in, we were projected to come in last in the Big Ten. We were a five seed in the tournament. Like he took a roster that Thad Mata was obviously a phenomenal coach. He just—I think it was just his time. He's old. Like he took a team that was just going nowhere and just flipped them into a legit top twenty-five team right away without even his guys. And now he's brought in like the Liddells, the Washington, all these guys. I, I'm just I love Holtman. I don't think he gets enough credit for how good of a coach he is. That's what I was fascinated with. You ask, I've asked some of these guys when you, you get them in, and it's like you take a program over, like everyone's a five year goal, this that, right? Like, what are the steps? And everyone has different things, but I think ultimately, kind of what they've said is you got to build a good staff. You got to have guys around you who you trust. You got to have a really good assistant coach. But then ultimately, you got to go. You just go. You got to go get just get guys. You know, it's like fucking uh, who said it? Will Wade. I think he said it's the horse, not the jockey. Which is a great fucking, like, ultimately, you got to go get fucking basketball players. Bear, you know, you Bryant, Bear Bryant always said it's the Jimmies and Joes, not the X's. Yeah, Joes. you got to go beat your ass on the recruiting trail and get guys, you know. Well, in basketball, you only, only, you know, you get two or three guys, you can win, too, because basketball, you know, five guys on the court, it's not quite the level of football. All it takes is one. One big one. All it takes is one big, a couple of small, one big one can change everything. Speaking of Will Wade, LSU laying 14 against Vandy tonight, it's all – it's a high line, you'd think, bounce back for LSU after going 0-2 on the road last week. I'm not necessarily laying 14. I'm looking at over 157. Uh, I did yeah. lose on the LSU-Arkansas, but, man, I'm willing to go down with the LSU overs this year. They don't play any D. They score a ton, and Vandy does nothing but sit outside and shoot threes. Okay. Sometimes, is, is, sometimes uh, they make, but Pippen, I'm not sure if Pippen's playing or that's not. That's what I was just going to say. Yeah, if he, if he's, he's playing, out. I really if like getting, the over. They're getting 14. He, I mean, he gives them 20 a game. I'm just – Vandy has some guys. They've hung around a bunch of games. They've been one of those teams. They've been covering like crazy. They have. Stackhouse seems like he gives a shit, too. He does. I think he does. They're just – they just don't have it. I just don't there think they have weird... the guys. They have two bit Pippen and the guy Duosu, I think his name, or Diosu, however you say his name. He, I mean, he's a tank. He's like a big athlete, probably like 6'10". 
But other, I think mean, outside of those two guys, they just don't really Mc, have McBride, guys. the Kansas transfer, went off and told me us mm. on Saturday. He's from Little Rock. But laying 14, you're right. Laying 14 with LSU on a team that doesn't, straight out of his coach's mouth, does not play defense is very tough to do. Yeah, that one looks we- It looks a little weird. We've got a little Mincy Bomb special coming up uh, that LSU's involved in later today. Uh, Wisconsin-Purdue. I was leaning Purdue. I saw you liked Wisconsin. I do I like Wisconsin. I just don't trust Wisconsin on the road. I ever. think they have the guy. I think they match up well with Purdue. Okay. They have the big guys that I think can match up with Williams on the inside. I've said a bunch. That's what's given. They beat Ohio State this year. I watched both those games. That was our trouble. They got Micah Potter. They got the dude Reavers or Rovers, obviously his name. They got two big guys that I think actually can play defense and hang with them. I just think it's a good spot for them. I think they match up well. Wisconsin's a team that's not fun for me to bet on. No, they're not at they all. They do nothing sexy. Not I would lean Purdue with this one. I've always liked riding Wisconsin and Madison, though, because they were always just tough at home. But, man, even at home, they've been dropping them lately. Uh, they had that big first half against Michigan when Michigan had the COVID break and then Michigan came back second half. And then Illinois got them on uh, – like that, that line was kind of out of hand, Wisconsin giving them five on Saturday. I don't know. I'm just not very impressed with this Wisconsin much. Purdue – had a big win at Penn State. Played one of their best games of the year on Saturday. They need this too. Yeah, they're they're both. I think it's like twenty three versus twenty five. It's it's a pick. I guess I'm taking the two points. I just I just like Wisco here. I, also I just think, think they match. I up. think Painter's the better coach. So I'm gonna lean with Purdue. And I love That's that fair. kid. I've watched that kid Williams fucking be an animal. Yeah. No, he's so. a monster. He's a monster. A uh, last one I want to mention is a little bit. We kind of touched Kentucky Ole Miss earlier. I think that this is the first team to score 55 wins tonight both these teams struggle to score so much this year it's like one over under is 131 and a half and i'm i'm leaning under uh, I, I, sh- I should be rich uh, rich off Ole Miss unders this year i mean they just it's it's so hard to watch yeah i'm just i don't have a crazy opinion on this game to me it's almost kind of a coin flip game mm-hmm. too which almost leaned to me kind of like in kentucky getting three but i'm not super opinionated on it yeah, I don't have a strong opinion on the actual game. Even as much as Kentucky stinks and is checked out, I do think Calipari can motivate him to be like, this is still when people are looking at your tapes. Like, they're, like mm. it's kind of known that they're all fucking, like, eventually going to be pro guys, or maybe they have one or two guys who sim- could still somehow fucking sneak. I mean, look at Quickly. Quickly was like the SEC player of the year. We got him at the end of the year. You know? Like, I don't know Kentucky in and out, but I'm sure it's based on potential. One of them's going in the fucking draft. I think Calipari motivates them uh, just because of how horrifically I've seen Ole Miss execute at the end of the games. I lean Kentucky, but again, this is one that, like, unless you bet it, I want no part of watching this yeah, game. I'll, so. I'll watch it because it's my alma mater. Of course, and, yeah. and also, I don't get to see my alma mater beat Kentucky very often, so I, I'd like to see it, but I, I hear you. Do you think Kentucky can make a run in the SEC tournament? Yeah, I mean, that's the most, like, obvious public storyline type of thing. Yeah, it is. But now when you start to look at, like, who's – Nashville's, who's, Nashville's really close to home. You start them. to look at, like, who's really up there. LSU is still more athletic than, than Kentucky. Okay, if they get in a running match and it's their style, LSU beats them. Arkansas could beat the shit out of Kentucky. Bama could beat the shit out of Kentucky. Tennessee's still like, a, like hey, we've been struggling. Tennessee let's won, fucking they won there. Yeah, let's bear down and go get a win. So that's four. So now – Obviously, Florida just beat them handily, too. I knew I was going to forget one. Florida. What if they draw Vandy in a fucking play-in game again, and that's Vandy's Super Bowl? I'm just saying, I think it's way too many breaks of, like, all right, they get lucky and they beat uh, even fucking Auburn. If Cooper comes – is Cooper out for the year? I'm sorry. I don't know if he's out for the year. He's trying to play today. He's traveling. He's trying to play. I I looked him up on the injury report because I I bet on Bama tonight. And uh, he didn't practice yesterday, but he's traveling with the team to Tuscaloosa, and they don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's when GMs start looking at the tor- SEC tournament. They're going to send – I don't know if fans are going, whatever. They'll send somebody down to go look at it. Maybe Cooper tries to go for fucking 60 against Kentucky. That's his fucking super – oh, no, I'm sorry. Auburn's fucking not uh, postseason eligible, so they won't play in the SEC tournament. I'm sorry. But I'm just giving a million examples yeah. where I think can Kentucky win one. It's like, oh, good story. Can they win another? Eh, probably not. Can they win a third? Probably not. Especially because I feel like I've had them a couple of times in these like rat line games, and they just have n- they just don't come through for me every time they lose. Florida, they're a two point favorite at home; they get smoked. I feel like so many times that's kind of happened with I them. I know it too. And they just, I, th- you make valid points. Like it's tough. It's like they rip off one great, but it's tough to see them. They just consistently have shown they're just not that good of a basketball team, and to think they're going to come in because I've even said it where I'm oh like twenty to one with SEC, good value, but I'm like. Then I think about it again, and I'm like, them ripping, beating all these teams like back to back to back like that. They just haven't shown they're that kind of team. 
and we could spend 30 seconds on it. People are going to think I'm overthinking it. But after a while, when you look at the story tradition of Kentucky and all those fucking old timers who write the checks, you know, and, and like I, all those fucking boys down there, those guys down there. After a while, Cal Perry going one and done and running a factory and not winning. Did they eventually try to start to push him out? I, I don't see it just because they were struggling before Calipari got in there, man. I think that, it would take that Billy Kennedy era was just awful. I know Tubby, you know, won at the beginning, but he held on. They held him, held on with him like three, four, five years too long, and so you know, Calipari came to Kentucky at a bad, bad time. And look, I know this year's been bad, but man, they've been competing really, really high level every year. I know the one-and-done thing does annoy the old-timers, though. That's a real point because I got exactly. Kentucky friends, and they, they really, that does bother them. But, man, it's not like they were doing that well before college. I just think there. it would take a couple more years like this year. Like, I think if they were, like, another, like, they go, like, 8-13, and 13, another just, like, horrendous right. non-tournament team year, I think it would take two of those in a row. Oh, absolutely. He's built up enough goodwill where I think it would take just some bad years for people to be like, yeah, we need to – Maybe look somebody else. I'm just saying he's no longer untouchable. The other thing I think is a problem is you got to have a name, or you got to have two or three names mm-hmm. of like we want to go get Holtman. Holtman's a guy, or we want to. If Jerry Stackhouse is fucking killing it at Vanderbilt, we want to bring him in. Maybe we do this. Like you got to have a couple different names. I don't know if they have a name right now. I don't think so either. That's the thing. I don't think there's like it also, can't miss. Also, this year was the weird year that they just obviously with the recruiting. They just didn't bring in that guy who's like, oh, this guy's going like top five. They don't have that guy. Well, I, don't, I don't know. If, I don't think they have a top 10, 15 guy. What I will say of the Kentucky thing, he was the original on the one and done. Kyle Parry was going back to Memphis with Derrick Rose. And when he got to Kentucky, he was the guy. And now everybody else started copying that model. You know, you saw Duke do right. it. And so now all of a sudden, I mean, he still recruits real well, but I mean, he was getting the best class every year and it was like not even. But then the issue there is once everybody copies your playbook, and I'll give him credit, he fucking killed the one and dones. But once everybody starts getting that, and now everybody has a one and done horse, what does it come down to? Coaching. He can't coach. So, like, when, when you equal out the playing mm-hmm. field, you know, like you look at Arkansas, they might have a one and done guy. Bama might have a one and done. Like, now it comes down to, oh, can you actually make adjustments and win a game? Cal Perry cannot do it. He can't. He's not a good coach. They they don't have anybody that can shoot this year either, which no. is insane. Even though even though they do have, I don't know, one of their best players. His last name is Mintz, which cracks me up. And I got to <laughs> say, it's funny too because he's the. There are a lot of Mintzes in in the country, but I've never seen somebody that's black named Mintz. So I think it's pretty cool. I like it. <laughs> I like it. He's good. He's just a relative. Yeah, yeah. He's good though. He averages like fifteen a game. He reps well. Who has? Okay, here's a question. Duke in the ACC, Michigan State in the Big Ten, or Kentucky in the SEC, who has the best chance to win their conference tournament? Duke, because it's the weakest, maybe? Yes. Yeah, the most talented, probably. Too. And I still think all of them are going to be like 10 to 1 shot, minimum. minimum. Kentucky was 15 to 1 last I checked, and I think Michigan State was 16 to 1. Yeah, I'd have to go. I, I think Duke will probably be like Duke, just because it's the weakest. Yeah, they have the most. They have North the most talent. They have the most talent relative to the top of the conference. Too. Plus, at any point, if you draw Virginia in a semi or a quarterfinal, mm. you're in the game because I don't think Virginia can blow them out. Uh, did you hear what Owen has? What on Providence? 50. Fifty to one to win the Big I, East. We actually we talked about in a clubhouse. They're twenty five to one now. They were yeah. forty to one the other day. I think uh, I think it was forty. They're twenty. I think they they're twenty five. I think they had a big win. They moved from forty to twenty five. Yeah, they're twenty five. He is fifty. He is fifty I, to one. I'll take twenty five. He is twenty five to one to win the Big East. Jack Mack just said it too. He goes, "We've been talking about it on the pod too. Like, look at Nova's resume on a blind resume. If I hand you a sheet of paper, you'd be like, who they beat? Nova is going on name only right now. Their resume stinks. In Providence, correct me, I'm trying to think of the other top teams in the Big East. They have probably the best – no, they probably have the best NBA prospect. Bad name. David Duke. The guy's a stud. He's unbelievable. He's like he's probably the top draft pick out of all those top teams. Cooley loves the Big East tournament. You talk about a kid who like Kemba, Jerry Mack. I grew up on the Big East. All those teams. I went to those games as a 10-year-old kid. Oh, I'm jealous. It's the best. The Big East tournament. When it was was Ray Allen, Kerry Kittles, Iverson, and John Wallace that 96 year – that was, I mean, I watched every – I was a kid. I that, never missed any of it. Or it was 95 – the 95 game is famous when Ray Allen, like, goes up in the air and he doesn't think he's going to shoot, and he hits it over Iverson. That's a great one. Um, but you talk about a guy just taking over. David Duke could fucking take over in the Big For East sure. tournament. 25 to 1. Like, you look at the bracket. Seton Hall, I think, is the 3 right now. Turns a seed. Providence is the 6. I get Seton Hall, who's the most inconsistent fucking mm-hmm. team in America, 
as my quarterfinal, I'll take it, and then I get Nova and Creighton. Damn, I'm going to get on this, even though it's 25 25 to 1. TJ, give it to me right now. Providence, whatever they are, give me them the Big East. I'll take it right now. I like it even better once I start to see a bracket. I'll take it right now. Early next week, we need to go over the before the conference tournament start Monday or Tuesday. We need to get our picks out. Yeah, absolutely. Because I I really look forward to that. I want to bring up a funny David Duke story from the non-David Duke player. So the one in Louisiana that has such a bad name ran for governor in like 92 when I was a kid. And my dad put his arm – I remember this. I had childhood memory. I'm 12 years old or maybe even 8 or 9. My dad puts his arm around me. Son, I want you to learn one thing in life. Don't ever get caught in bed with a live boy or a dead girl. And the reason I bring this up was Edwin Edwards said before his election race against David Duke, he said, the only way I will lose this governor's election in Louisiana is if I get caught in bed with a live boy or a dead girl. Thought that was that's a childhood quote I'll never forget. Did he lose by a lot? Oh, Edward Edwards killed him. Yeah, good. Yeah, David did. But anyway, crazy. I'm, I'm seeing probably mm, I I could have swore it was twenty. It's forty. Forty to one to win the Big East. Even better. Forty to one. And here this crazy. So it's Villanova plus one twenty five, Creighton plus two hundred, UConn plus four seventy five, Xavier plus five fifty, Seton Hall plus fifteen hundred, them plus four thousand. That's shocking to me. Because I could have swore the other day that it Vinova's went. Dominated. Well, that doesn't Vinova win this tournament every year or most years? No. Mm, some. Not every. Just, there's just no. Where are you on Creighton this year? Good. Not great. Yeah, I mean, they're just. Like, they're they're you know Creighton they still. They're, they're good, but. They're Iowa. Yeah. They're better defensively, Iowa, but they're going to shoot you like A little out. more athletic, probably, than All Iowa. All right, so the way the bracket is right now is Nova is the one, Creighton is the two, Seton Hall is the three, UConn is the four, Xavier is the five. St. John's is the six. Providence is the seven. Okay, so I don't so like. That, so that's why they're okay. gonna have to play probably. Crane. But but they're tied with St. John's. They're both eight and nine, and St. John's hasn't been great. So we we need Providence to move to the six. Yes, I do not like getting Providence playing Creighton or Villanova in the quarters. I like them playing in the semis. Yeah, definitely rather play Seton Hall or Xavier. Yeah, in that semis now game. I don't like it as much if UConn jumps to the three. And you get UConn in the quarters as UConn well. UConn with Book Knight's dangerous. That's going to be a they fun. They can make a run of the David Duke versus Book Knight would be a fucking hell of a game. Book Knight. That UConn team is going to be dangerous. I'm glad they're back dangerous. in the Big East, man. Yeah, they belong in the Big oh, East. Oh, man. You know who else belongs in the fucking ACC is Maryland. Yeah, I, I still have trouble. That's yeah, that being the Big Ten, it is. It, that's it still bas- feels weird. It's yeah. a basketball fucking school. Well, that's why I see it helps us with basketball. That's why they make us look like shit in football but in the Big Ten. Right. But the, the ACC is a March. basketball no, for sure. to stay in the – No, know? for sure. Even just, even just like, their colors. Like, they should just be pl- – even, I guess, going back – I was going to say they should be playing Cuse. Obviously, Cuse was in the Big East, too. I think Cuse should be back in the Big East, too. I still – I'm a traditional guy, they, see, they I, just, I don't love it. I, I love grew up stuff. on the well, Big East. I mean, football just controls it now just with Cuse. Like, they just can't be – they're a power five. They can't just go non-power five in football. Yeah, oh, you're right. You're that, right. That's why I, for Cuse, right. it just, like, it doesn't make sense anymore. They just can't, like – UConn can, like, Cuse, even obviously, you're, the, right. you're not thinking of Cuse as this, like, football powerhouse. Those, they, they show yeah, flashes. Yeah. And the Big East doesn't have a Big East network. Even the ACC has a fucking ACC network now. So, the Big East is behind the times with, yeah. you know, so. That's, like, that, listen, that pays for your whole athletic department. You can't justify that. You can't walk into a meeting and be like, Maryland, uh, we want to play Duke. We want to play Carolina. Yeah? You're going to fucking make us an extra $50 million? Based on this Big Ten deal, like that's they're just like, nah, you're gonna play Michigan State, right. you're, gonna, yeah, you're play gonna play Michigan, Michigan you're gonna play Ohio you're gonna, State, you're gonna play Indiana. Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna fund the whole program, man. We're in a we're in a money making business. No, it's all about those TV those TV revenues. Are just, it's everything. They're just insane. Uh, Ev, did you have any NBA stuff? I know you didn't. Like, last night, I want to say a couple. All I can say, look, I don't know. Night after night, you never know what you're gonna get. But a night like last night, the potential of the New Orleans Pelicans, man. When they play well last night, Lonzo Ball's been hot. Beat the Jazz, who have the best record in the NBA. J.J. Redick turning back time. Josh Hartland good. They almost blew it in the fourth quarter, but I was fired up. It's, I know right now it's, it's, it's very up and down. They, could, they lose to bad teams all the time. But a night like last night, you just see the potential of what could be in the next three to five years. Zion's a superstar, man. He's unreal. He's unreal. He gets in and nationally starting to get a little credit, but no one watches the Pelicans games other than me. He's just so efficient, too. What's he shooting (laughs) for? No, but I respect your opinion. Continue that thought. But we're both in the same thing because now the Knicks are finally fun and young. That's that's the Pelicans. Like, it's good to have a young, fun team. You're not going to win the whole fucking championship. You just want to be able to watch your fucking team for so many years of how bad the Knicks were. Boom. Yeah. 
And I was going to say, because I didn't have it in my card. I, I, I will add it. Tonight, Spurs coming off a back-to-back and a pick-em? Spur- in San Antonio, I don't, give me the Knicks. Yeah, and Spurs. Give me the Knicks. Spurs, I don't, Spurs lost this to the team, OT last night, too. The Knicks, that's what I'm saying. They blew a wad last night the, off the back-to-back. Tough game against the Nets, obviously. Are you still getting value on the Jazz to win the championship? Nah, it moved down a little bit. I don't know. I went against the Jazz. To, I, I had Miami plus seven and Pelicans plus seven. I got the Jazz twice on the road in the last three or four days. I know that they're really good, and I never want to mess with them at home. But the heater they've been on, there comes a point where it's like they're overvalued. Due to regress a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Who's somebody to take a sleeper on? I mean, obviously, it's the Nets and the fucking Lakers seem like. The NBA's hard to do sleepers. That's the thing with the NBA. It's like the best teams. Or somebody where you hold the future value into the conference conference finals. You know what I mean? Yeah. I know this isn't going to be. I mean, always like a team like the Celtics, I guess. I mean, like I still don't like it because I just think it's going to be like the Lakers or the Nets. What about the Jazz at nine to one? I still think that's not honestly. Even the the Celtics or maybe even the um, the Sixers. They're play, they're playing better if they get that home court. They've been playing really well at home. They're twelve to one, but I, it's one of those like I still like. I Embiid, just don't. Embiid's got Embiid can do it. I just don't. I still just don't like because I think especially like with these with these, some of these buyouts coming out, like some of these teams could end up picking up like a Blake Griffin too. Like the yeah. Nets or like some of these like. Who else? There's one uh, like Drummond. Like if Drummond ends up going to the Nets or something like that, they get DeAndre out of there. I don't know. That might be a little far fetched, just because DeAndre was kind of part of the piece that they brought these guys in. But especially one of these guys, one of these teams adds one of these big buyout guys. I mean, do we get crazy? The Knicks are 150 to one to win the East. <laughs> does Kyrie go nuts again and fucking quit? Like, does, just, does Giannis Ju- get hurt? 150 I just to picture one. The Garden, the Ju- MVP, talking about Julius Randle. MVP, MVP. That's the thing that sucks. This, this God, the Garden would love this Knicks team. Oh my God, play. they. You, quickly, no, you saw the quickly the, would be with oh fucking my. every model right now after games. They literally they, be a superstar. I loved even though at like ten percent capacity, uh, Randle got on the mic and they were giving him the MVP chance. Even just the few people that were in there, people that were there, yeah. they were giving him the MVP chance. You could tell, you could tell he appreciated because. That's what I was saying about this Knicks team. It's organic. It's completely organic. We didn't trade the whole farm for Melo. Oh. This is an organic team. Randall, even though he started with the Pelicans, he became a, he's becoming a star on the Knicks. Which is never he's, been, our, he's our guy. Never been done with the Knicks. No. Building a team organically. Never. He's the our guy. The series we won, we went and bought it. We bought Melo. We bought Amari. Like, that was fucking stolen. Amari, at least, was a little more organic because he just came when no one else did. But I still hear he still was a $100 million guy. Amari was also still the third option that summer. You gotta remember too. That's fair, but like, he was—he at least was the guy that was like, "I'm coming." Like, I know. He was like, "I'll we, be we the guy." We were trying to say that was the hottest girl on the block. Well, no, it was, it was LeBron. It was yeah, LeBron, Bosh. Of course, him and Bosh were kind of like the same almost at that point. They Wade. were like the two best. Yeah, yeah. Wade was—you know—he wasn't going anywhere. But I hear you. This team has been completely organic. I mean, just draft picks and like middling veterans. That obviously Randall's still a young guy, yeah. but I mean, he kind of just—it just didn't work out. L.A. and a bright future. Two draft picks in next year's draft. And the Mavs stink, so if they that's what I said, if they keep they stinking, we can go add a couple guys. I just think we're now we're at a point, especially if we make the playoffs, now we're at a point finally where we might be able to get a big star. Where he might say, Hey, you you have an organic star with Randall, who now he's become that guy if he right. can keep playing like this. Quickly's good. Quickly's good. You have good young guys. Barrett's look good this year. Yeah, you have some better. guys. Who do you like if you had a draft? <sighs> I just pray. We See, I just don't know where we're like. We're just in a weird spot. Especially if we make the playoffs, we're not even going to be a lottery pick. I mean, the two picks could literally end up being like fifteen yeah. and like sixteen, like type, like where it's like. I mean, but you got to hope. Like, I mean, quickly was twenty six or twenty seven. Yeah, I mean, you got to just keep drafting well. Right. We have Obi Toppin still super young. Like he missed a lot of games. Like he still, I think, has a lot of potential as a scorer. So I mean, like I like I like what we've done. No, it's great. And Tib- it's just one- obviously I keep saying it like, just hope Thibodeau's learned his lesson about burning these guys out. Yes, he's taking all the good things that he did with Chicago, and hopefully he can bring them here and just be like, listen, you don't need to play the one guy. For- you don't need to play Randall forty-five minutes a game, which I don't think he really has. I need to look at it more. I've watched a lot of the Knicks game, pretty much all of them. But I love good things. It's good things. I love seeing y'all be excited about it. Like, it's the best. Well, no, it brings it back full circle. I said too. I mean, the, you, you you know, New Orleans is finally fucking good. It's the same thing. It's just good to be excited about your fucking exactly. team. And look, we live in this society. I talk about this all the time, and people bag on me for this opinion. We live in this championship or bust society where everybody's deemed, oh, if you don't win a championship, you're a failure. 
The hell with that. If you're a good friend, good organization, you make the playoffs and bring enjoyment as a fan, that's not a bad thing. What was the Knicks? Like, I just don't understand the society, you know, it drives me nuts. The Knicks are going to hit their win total, like, what, in a week? I think they, they already have, like, 18 like 20, wins. It was, it was like, like 22 or 23. <laughs> Who did you root for before the Pelicans? I kind of pulled for the Memphis Grizzlies when I was okay. in, when I was at Ole Miss and like when All it was right. like the Hubie Brown and yeah, you're in a Pau weird Gasol and Battier and that team. But then when the when when the Hornets moved to New Orleans, I just I always am going to support New Orleans. Oh, of course. Yeah. I just it was interesting. You know, obviously they didn't have a franchise. Yeah, so, so I pulled for Memphis. Like a lot of there's some bandwagon Mavericks fans in Louisiana, but I hate the Cowboys so much I can't. Let's see, going on, and going off what you said too with kind of the like winner bust thing. In the NBA, that's become such a thing where I think it's kind of become this, like, lazy argument where it's like, oh, like, you don't win anything. Like, that doesn't mean you're bad. Like, what does that mean? Charles Barkley stunk? Or, like, I bring up, like, kind of, I think it's kind of become the face of it now because I think he's probably going to stay there his whole career. Like, Damian Lillard. He's unbelievable. He's Just out of Weber he's, State. The he's guy never, like, State like if he stays with the Blazers, All-Star. like, he's not going to win a championship. Like, he's it's a highly likely. all-star in a smaller market in Portland from Weber State. Can't we just say the guy had a fucking great career? Because obviously, I mean? there's, there's, we have a certain person in this office now who's the, doing the whole Ben Simmons thing, which I think you, I just think it's lazy with these saying these stars like, oh, like he's a bum, he's never won anything. If you literally are not Kawhi Leonard on LeBron's team or the Warriors, you haven't won anything. If you're in the NBA right now, like if you are literally not right. those guys, like l- oh, l- the, the last decade, if you're not those is, things, the media and all those guys are in these people's ears, and you're gonna get Dame Lillard to move away. You're gonna get fucking sm- like. Guys like See, that, he's, Zion's going to move. The reason, like, I love, then, the reason I love Logan, he's been the one guy that he's like, I'm not leaving. Like, this is my team. Good. And that's why they, they've been a good team. Like, they're a playoff team. It's just tough when you have to compete against now LeBron's out west. You had Kawhi's out west with these, with these super teams. Like, it's tough for him to compete with these guys. He can only do so much. Good. Well, I just admire, like I said, I just admire the, the fans getting to enjoy their teams even if they, you know, you're allowed to have fun even if your teams don't win titles. For like, sure. And that just, I, I don't know, that's the whole thing. That just drives me nuts because is everybody just supposed to be miserable in sports? I mean, one team wins it out of 30 or 32 every year. The other 29 fan base is just like, oh, if you don't win a championship, you can't well, enjoy it. That's also you know, another thing where people get in the argument and say, well, I'll, I learned, I had it this year where Ohio State gets blown out in the championship game. And people are like, would you have rather just not been there? And I'm like, no. Ours specifically was different because we got the Clemson monkey off our back, so that was like much different where I would do that. Ten, I would take that lashing from Bama. Ten times over again to be able to give Clemson the lashing that we gave them, but that's kind of become the thing where it's like, oh, would you have rather not been there? Like you can't like all the excitement you had all that year to make say like the the semifinals, like make the AFC Championship game in football, whatever, like conference finals. You you wouldn't take it back, like you wouldn't you wouldn't give back the ride for just the the failure at the end of the road. Oh, uh, dude, I would give anything to see Ole Miss in a title game. All right, let's get to our picks for the day. And Ev undefeated yesterday, lead us off, killing it. Same with college basketball. Small card again, just four plays. Georgia Tech minus one and a half. I got Michigan minus seven and a half a little early. I still, I don't care. I love them. I think they blow them out tonight. I got Fresno State plus 13 and a half at Boise. They've been a pretty gritty team. They actually just knocked off UNLV. They were eight-point dogs. Then lost to them by two again as dogs. I like Fresno State catching 13 and a half. And we talk about, like, Wisco plus two. I think they match up with Purdue well. I think they can win this game on the road. Fresno State's a good pick. You got it. Go ahead. West Virginia plus four and a half. Arkansas first half minus three and a half. Arkansas minus six and a half. That's a fucking rat, but I'll take it. Uh, Bama first half minus six on senior night. Georgia Tech minus two. And Memphis minus ten. The South Florida team. I watched a lot of Houston. They beat the shit out of them. Memphis isn't great, but Memphis should fucking beat South Florida. South Florida is really bad. All right. I, I went a little harder today, which I don't know. I'm feeling a little confident. Sometimes the pride goes before the fall, but we fine. I got West Virginia plus four and a half against Baylor. Michigan by seven and a half against Illinois. I may I'm debating dropping that now that Illinois has got that guy back. Io, Io, I always just mispronounce his name. Io, Io, my bad. Uh, now that he's back, I love Bam- Bama by ten and a half. I really like, like I talked to y'all about earlier. Uh, I'm against y'all in Wisconsin. I took Purdue by two. I took Michigan State by three. I've got under one thirty one and a half in Kentucky Ole Miss. I just I mean, I, th- these are two teams that just have real problems scoring, and they both play hard. Well, Ole Miss plays hard on D. Over 157, Vandy LSU, and in the NBA, I took the Celtics as a four-point home dog against the Clippers. I took Milwaukee by seven, catching Denver on a back-to-back. Uh, and Denver, man, mm, they covered last night. I had the Bulls plus five, and that was a 
pretty pretty rough. Yeah, it was tough. Bulls were winning most of the game too. Mm-hmm. That was tough. Yeah, but but either way, uh, we firing. This is kind of funny though. Usually I've been doing the five and six game cards, and I've got like ten today. So we'll see. But uh, I think that's where I fucking go bad is on no. Saturdays. I've been doing two or three, and I've been really nailing them, and even bumping the units like two star, three star. I start to give out the five or six. Tonight's a five or six. I just love them. So here's what it is. Yeah, it's a big card tonight. What are you gonna do? You know, you gotta give the board the boards the board singing to you. You got to dance, baby. Yeah, TJ, let me add. I'm just going to I'm gonna add Baylor minus four and a half because I said like I'm going to add the Knicks right. minus one. You're adding can, the Knicks? I'll add both those to the card. You can put the officially. Providence future on, too. The Providence future, that's 25 to one. Arico, 40. 40 to one. Yeah, 40, not crazy. On the Barstool Sportsbook right now, it's 4,000. Wow. After. So, your deal, what uh, What other days we got you this week? Tomorrow. Tomorrow and Friday? And Friday. Okay, so we got Rico tomorrow and Friday. We kind of got different lineups Listen, in here every day. 60% puts me in the fucking Hall of Fame. If I hit six hundred in baseball, man. I'd be a whole thing. Dude, you've hey, you've been here. Hey, you've been here for three presidents, <laughs> presidencies. So you know, I've been here for three months. So you're gonna see me in here every day, and I'm gonna be very happy to do it. Uh, Ev will be here every day as well. Also, Ev and I continuing to go on Clubhouse every day. I know you've been doing that too with Benchmob, right? Benchmob on Saturdays. Yeah, it's good. It's I like it. It's kind of just like. Ray-